Testing. Is it recording? It says it's recording. Do I believe it though? I think I believe it. Ooh, oh yeah, yeah, it is. There's waves. Okay, are you, do you want to sing the song? Sure. Mm, what's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Really good. Wow, I guess we're in the house with a musician. Um, I almost said we're in Nantucket. We're not in Nantucket. What's Nantucket? It's an island. Have I been there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is that Martha's Vineyard? No, it's they're, they're adjacent islands, but they're both islands and we're not currently on I really don't know my New England water geography. We're on different sides of the couch than our normal sides. Well, I just want to be close to the thing. Okay. Okay. This is the side where you make the most noise, so we'll go like that. In here. Yeah. Okay. There's holes somewhere. Hi. <clears throat> it's Hi. Thursday night yet again. The podcast is due by 3 a.m. Um, I'm being joined by um, an, one of the eldest friends. Um, I was originally going to keep it a secret. Are we doing that? No, you don't have to keep it okay. a secret. Is this your second time? Your friend of the pod. Don't, I'm a friend of the pod. Your episode doesn't exist. That's true. Right. So this is Stuart Singer. Your episode's gone. <laughs> I don't even remember what episode it was. It was early, early on. I think it was in the 30s. Oh, really? I think it was. I think it was. I remember it was in the 30s. Why do you remember that? I have a strange memory, I suppose. Yeah. I'm going to put this here. Okay, but I'm already hot, so I have to remove this. Okay. How's that? It's getting better. Okay. So, that was years and years ago. It actually was. I and think I, it was 2017. I've seen you a lot since then, but you just haven't been on the podcast. This is true. Because I'll get to that in your life story. Sure. <clears throat> we're in Cape Cod. We're in Cape Cod. At your cousin's house. Uh-huh. And we're doing a friend vacation. We are. Which is mostly just about laying down. <laughs> <laughs> the primary activities are laying down and eating. Right. And when we don't do that, it's a thrill. Even just to like play rummy cube or walk on sand. Yeah, we've actually done a surprising amount of vertical activities. Have we? I think we were quite active today. Okay. I even did cutting him. And I you know. even ran three miles. Three and a half. And yesterday, was that yesterday we did the weights or two days ago? Yesterday we did a joint uh, free weight workout. Except I did it with just air. I did it with free weights. You did it with weights just a little bit. <laughs> Um, I'm okay. gonna put on a pair of shorts while we're talking about Okay, warm. I'm gonna tell you your life story while you go get your shorts. <laughs> okay. okay. Hi, my name is Stuart Singer. I was born in rural Massachusetts, and I was the um, middle child of uh, my parents. Um, and they they have three children. I have an older brother named Dean and a younger sister named Lindsay Walker Stewart. <laughs> I don't know Dean's middle name. Wallach. I know that your middle name is Nathan. That's correct. And I'm born on December 26th in the year 1985. That's also correct. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was, oh gosh, I don't want to be like mean. <laughs> you can be a little bit. All right. Yeah, I, was, I was a chubby Jewish child who was... I'm going to say adored. I feel you were adored because I, I imagine you were you were dancing and singing with a band in it, your bar mitzvah. 
more, like, more, more or less. For some reason, I'm conflating you and like a boy who sings like Madonna's Vogue at their bar mitzvah, which is like a video, but it's you know, not you. I, I, didn't, I didn't sing at my own bar mitzvah, but at my brother's bar mitzvah, I did play the piano and sing a song. What song? What I Did for Love by a, uh, from a chorus line. Oh, naturally, <laughs> naturally. And also... So you would, I, have been, I, you would have been all of, what, 10? Uh, he was 13, I was probably 11. Okay. Yeah. I think he wasn't happy about it in retrospect, so it was really his day, and I somehow made it my day. Okay, we're going back to your life story. Yeah. So, at a certain point, you discover performance and dance, and you're like, I'm going to be a musical theater queen, but in reality... A community musical theater queen. You ended up going to, like summer camps for dance etc but your foray into dance wasn't ballet it was modern dance really and like theater dance what is theater dance not re- it was it was modern dance Pina Bausch <laughs> <laughs> it was Tom's staff it was Jack Ferber um, <laughs> kinda and then you went away to that like camp in the mountains with Sam Black and Tim Ward that had a name like Blueberry <laughs> Blueberry Farm Dance Camp <laughs> Perry Mansfield. Yeah. But that was later. Well, I miss, I'm going to miss a lot right now. Okay. Because middle school, et cetera. No, I, but that was like during college. Anyway. What? Long story. We'll talk oh about it later. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So then you ended up going to college at SUNY Purchase. Correct. And you stayed for, I don't know, like a year and a half or two years before you joined the Bill T. Jones Modern Dance Company. And then you danced there for a few years, and then you went back to get the rest of your undergraduate degree at SUNY Purchase whilst you were becoming a freelance modern dancer in New York. And you were also doing lots of bookkeeping for people, and you worked at that liquor place. (laughs) (laughs) And you started freelancing for everybody. For Molly Maxner. Is that her last name? That is. Wow. Wow. Um, And for Wally Cardona and John Jaspers and Gwen Welliver and Lucinda Childs and... Beth Gill. Beth Gill. I always forget Beth. I forgot Beth with Maggie I know. That's why I wanted to remind you. I know. I wanted to make sure she knew that. and there's definitely others in there that I'm not saying. Oh, um, uh, Take? Oh, yeah. Take dance. Pam. Pa- oh, pa- big deal. Pam. Pam. A little bit Joanna of... Joanna Katza. Uh-huh. Netta. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, is there more? Pa- jo- Juliana? Did you ever dance for Juliana? I didn't, know. No, we just love Just Juliana. a friend. She's the best friend. Okay. Um... What what did we ever do? We danced in a piece for Lindsay Walker Clark together, uh-huh. which was her Fresh Tracks piece. We did. Was that the first time we ever danced together? No. Oh no, we went to work with Christopher Williams. Yes. <laughs> oh my God! So you also danced with Christopher Williams Correct. in a more substantial way than I even did. I suppose. Yeah. And was that all we ever danced in? I feel like there must have been more. Well, Gwen, what a horse! Yes. What is a horse? What is a horse? And then also. Reed and Harriet. Well, yeah, you were in Gwen's piece and the beginning piece. Was that it? Yeah, the beginning maybe. piece. The, this is white dresses. Oh y- yes. Uh, oh, and Pam's piece, but you danced with Harriet. With Harriet. Okay. Anyways, that's your career in a nutshell. You won a Bessie Award. You were on the cover of Dance Magazine. 
as like, you know, one of the dirty downtown modern <laughs> dancers. Um, you toured the world, you did the whole thing, it was great. And then you went back to college to become a what are they called? Are you a psychologist? Um like Psych- psychiatrists give medicine. Correct. Psychologists give therapy Generally. analysis. Uh, a, a psychologist can do psychoanalysis, but not every psychologist does psychoanalysis. And you are now nearing the end of your work. You're in a residency, moving towards your doctorate. Generally correct. And then there'll be something called a postdoctorate. Likely. Okay. And, um, and it's been a long time, it feels like, but also fast. It's been both of those things. It's been a, it's been forever and it's been quick. Okay, so that's how much I could get in the life story. But there's more in there. You got you got most of the highlights. Okay. Yeah, you did great. What happened in like between the ages of like ten and eighteen? You got most of that. It was it pretty much ten was pretty much singing so at my brother's bar mitzvah. You sang at your brother's then, bar mitzvah and went to college. <laughs> and then in between that was all of the like you know, learning about modern dance and going to like summer dance camp and then going to SUNY Purchase and that was that. Did you have a good time in high school? I was very fortunate that I went to a performing arts high school, which basically was a charter school where all of the kids who liked the arts and then all the kids who didn't like public school went. So it ended up being arts kids and kind of like public school outcasts. Your family's in a place called Beckett? No. What's Beckett? Beckett is where Jacob's pillow is. Oh, yeah. My family. <laughs> Your family? Wait, wait, wait. Your family's in a place... I don't know. I forgot. It starts with a B? starts with an R? starts with a... None of those. I don't know. What letters does it start with? Well, it, at that point, we lived in a town called Pelham. I would have never known that. But now they live Say in a town called Greenfield. Oh, never would have known that. Yeah. Okay. No, so I guess no, we're never going to get there. Neither a B nor an R. In my mind, it was a B. <clears throat> Yours was a B? No, in my mind it was a B. Oh, I thought you said the town I grew up in was a B. That's what I thought. Yeah. But anyways, um, I met you when you were in college. No. You were just out of college. Yes. Living in that apartment with Lindsay Clark in Prospect Heights. Correct. And I unpacked your apartment for you. You did. And we became friendly. We did. And then Lindsay went away to get her master's degree after I moved back to New York. That's correct. We became very friendly. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) And then we became much less friendly. That's also correct. We took a break. We did. And then we now are clinically insane. 100%. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're mad for each other. Uh Um, And that's, that's it. That's all I know. You you know you know pretty much all of it. Yeah. And and yeah. I really do know a lot of it. Although I have to say sometimes when you tell me kind of it, lurid tales, they're uh-huh. things I don't know. But those are things you weren't sharing with me because I was Well too- we we had a period of time where we weren't sharing our lurid tales with one another. Right. We weren't and sharing- now now we're in a time where we're sharing everything, including all the lurid tales that we at one point did not share. I mean I'm learning th- new things about anatomy. <laughs> Gay's anatomy. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so we're not going to go on for too long because we are on vacation and there's more te- television to be viewed. It's been a lot of television this vacation. Yeah, but we've been eating well. Reed's been cooking everything. You've been having your bowel movements. Well, I did have to take a pill. Something I've realized is that I like to be in control of the kitchen. And something I've realized is I love it when Reed's in control of the entire kitchen. Yeah. This is a kitchen for which it is a pleasure to be in control. My cousin did a nice <laughs> job renovating this home. Yeah. 
And thank you. Th- this this podcast is sponsored by Sarah Renzetti. Thank you very much. Thank you, Sarah Renzetti, and your cookware. Correct. And we had we went to the Stop and Shop, right? It was the biggest. It's the biggest grocery store in all the world. It's the biggest grocery store I've ever seen. It it must be the size of multiple football fields. It was. Oh, could run and run and never kind of get to the end. It was wild. This is correct. And we made the first night. We had salmon that was sort of gently baked inside of a bed of fennel and shallots. Correct. And which nice was salad. which was improvisational because the stop and shop was huge, but they did not have a leak in sight. One thing they didn't have leaks. Correct. And then we we went to get some. What's the place we called called last night? The place. Haskins. Oh. What was it called? The knack. <laughs> Haskins. <laughs> I think it's Haskins. Uh, it's like when I one time Jack and I were talking on here about Gaskins as a place. We're talking about the grocery store that's near Bard. Hannaford. I, I was like Hagelsons. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect, but close. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we went to the knack and we got. I got a fish sandwich and you got a fish taco. Correct. We talked to Joe and Lauren on the phone with their new baby, Sai. Yeah, we FaceTimed. We did, and that was lovely. It was nice. And hi, Joe and Lauren. I think that when we FaceTimed, oh. you believed that I knew them much better than I did. Well, you guys all pretended to know each other pretty convincingly for about 30 minutes. Oh, really? Until I was like, have you met? And yeah. And y'all were like, no. I, well, that's interesting that that was your perception, because my perception was that the three of us were kind of like, okay, I'm seeing, I'm seeing them in a very intimate moment, like just post-birth, and I barely know these people. Oh, because I was like, I guess we met. I guess I introduced them. <laughs> I thought maybe we'd had like an extensive like. Lauren was telling like a graphic story of her birth, and I was like, I was feeling very aware that like here I am uh-huh. on Facetime, but I don't know her very well. Oh, so interesting. So at some point, we'll all share a laugh over it. Okay, I can't wait for that. Okay. Um, but as it turns out, you had met on that crazy New Year's, this past New Year's, when I had multiple devices with multiple people <laughs> showing each other each other's faces. It was it was screens. it was coronavirus New Year's right before vaccines became available to right. anybody and And on one screen I had you and Drew and Russell and on another screen I had Joe and Lauren who were at a Super spreader event. <laughs> That's what we were calling it. <laughs> right. Because at that point, it was not okay, really, to be having a New Year's party with anybody. But they were, they were, in, we were in New York where it was cold and we had to be indoors. Right. And they were in San Francisco where they, they were, were outdoors. And I outdoors. was literally alone on my bed. As was I. Yeah. Drew was in Hawaii? No. Are you sure? Drew was in Colorado? No, she's never been in Colorado. I feel like they were, at, or they were in Seattle. Are, are you sure? I'm not sure of anything. Okay. Yeah, they were somewhere. Anyways, we had a great time. Basically, you and me and Drew ended up doing New Year's Eve together. Yeah. I don't think that we were together for the actual countdown, though. I think I was with Joe and Lauren for the actual countdown. Yeah, I think I'd gone to bed. Oh, good night. That was the vibe of coronavirus. But then I was with you for election night, which also felt kind of like New Year's. That what we were We were together for all of the substantial holidays this year. For all of the substantial coronavirus holidays. Yeah. Because we, we also did Thanksgiving together. We did Thanksgiving together. Yeah. Where was I for Christmas? You were probably with your mom. No. I didn't see my mom till the summer. Well, you weren't with me, but I don't do Christmas. Are you sure? I'm not sure. Where was I? The entire last year has been a blur. Were you with Jack, maybe? 
This is insane. <laughs> well, we would have known if you if we were together I, honestly, for Christmas because my birthday is the day after Christmas. And I'm fairly certain that I didn't do anything with anybody for my birthday this year because it was the middle of coronavirus. So you must have been you must have been gone for a stretch of days. Because otherwise we would have done something gone. Better. You went to Australia in the middle of a pandemic. That was so spring. It was like March. Should we look at our calendars? I know that on my birthday I had a dinner with Cassie. And Jesse oh, yeah. and Marissa. And so I had these new penny loafers. So I was in the city on the 17th. One okay. week later. It's Christmas and my birthday. Christmas. It's insane. Did you and Maggie come over for my birthday? <laughs> <laughs> Is this exciting for people to listen to? Well, I'm riveted. I can't believe this. Should I get my phone and look Please, at my calendar? I'm really... I mean, I don't believe I would have put anything in my calendar, but. But I know how to do this. Uh oh. What's that? It's a wetness. I think it's from my seltzer, maybe. Oh, no. It's okay. Okay. We're ruining Stuart's cousin's house. I hope she's not a listener. (laughs) Um, Wait, I'm getting my phone, because maybe I have a picture from Christmas. Oh, that's good. Okay, here we go. I don't... I think our listeners are happy to spend just some, some, like, quiet time with us as we do some detective work. I went to Massachusetts? No, impossible. Months. Okay, I'm going back. To oh. July, June, oh, May, March. It looks like December. I went to Boston on the 27th. Okay, that seems like Zomber. <sighs> December 7th, December 17th, December 26th. Still in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to see any lurid photos? No, no. Those always go somewhere else. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the 20th. In, in my apartment, I'm baking. I receive an ugly scarf from my mom on the 23rd, which is rare. She doesn't usually mess up. Well, she'd mess up. But. Okay. Literally pictures of my apartment on the 25th at 4.04. <laughs> the 26th, I was helping out uh, my friend Cassie painting tiles at her studio. So I honestly think I was just home alone on Christmas. I think I was too. I have a picture of me watching. Um, I don't... What did I do on Christmas? If anyone's listening and they know, please. You know what? I drove to Boston on my birthday. Okay. So, oh, I know. I know. What I did. No, no, no. I know why we didn't see each other. Why? Because I was planning the trip to go to Boston to see my sister and my nephews. And I was quarantining for 10 days. Because at that point... To go see anybody required, like to go see family with kids, people who are very nervous during coronavirus. I did a, I did a full legitimate 10 day quarantine where I didn't see anybody. And you said, I remember, now I remember you said you're ruining it. Incredible. (laughs) Because you were like, what are we, you're like, you were like, you're ruining the December holidays because we couldn't hang out. What did I do? You obviously took pictures in your apartment. One. One sad photo of my humidifier. Yeah, we didn't we didn't hang out because I was in a I was in a, a, an isolation. You know, it may come to me, and maybe I'll tell you in a future episode, listeners. So I, I don't recall being so sad. I, mean, I find I, the holidays very festive. I think at that point we were all just so conditioned we were to numb. being we were numb. alone in our apartments. Yeah, it was, was like, really like we'd been we'd been like that for yeah. so long. You're like, I'm not putting anyone in danger. Okay, <coughs> so today's secret topic. Nervous. Don't be. It's going to be like so incredible for you. You're not even going to believe it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, I'm, that made me even more nervous. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Do you have a guess? Uh, no. I like to let people guess. I don't have a guess. Okay. 
Oh, God, I almost feel sick saying it. Um, the secret topic of the day is reality television. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We have different relationships to it, but we do have both relationships to it. We both do have... Re- I'm just kind of curious, like, how we're going to even Okay, meet. we're going to start at the beginning. Okay. What in your... What's your first experience with reality TV? And do you recall, like, understanding what was the first reality television show? I remember my, my my first exposure was the real world. Yeah, of course. But I don't. I didn't. I didn't. I was too young to watch it at the very beginning. Like I didn't watch the Real World New York, which was I think the first one. But I right, I, I, did. I do. I, watch that. I actually I actually kind of remember watching the Road Rule Road Rules before watching Real World because Road Rules. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was the offshoot of. Of right, it came second. It was but second. I, it came second, but I think I watched it first. Right, right, right. Um, I feel like in a way. Because so much television was live in the past, like, you know, maybe I Love Lucy was sort of reality television, but it was like performance art. I Love Lucy is not reality television. No, I understand. But like all that television was live. But it was live, like really in front of a live, but it was in front of a live studio audience, but not a live broadcast. It was live. Really? Yes. See, because now it was a novel thing for a while that, like, there would be a live episode. Like, I remember when there was a live episode of ER. A live episode of Will and Grace. A live episode of Grey's Anatomy. Show. Okay. Um, so also like all those like variety shows were live. Interesting. I mean, Saturday Night Live, of course. Saturday Night Live. But I guess that's just a different genre because it's scripted live. Well, I just, I don't think that live broadcast equals reality TV. I see the connection that you're making, okay, but, but it's so not, reality it's not television, the same category. The connotation is that it's unscripted. We're getting a glimpse into the real lives of people or real life scenarios unfolding before our eyes without scripts and plans. Yes. Although we, I, I could also say that so much reality television today is incredibly planned. Well, it's incredibly influenced by producers. Like, like I think that when reality TV first started, it was actually more real. And now I think reality TV is anything but real. Right. But it's still... Except some. Like what? Something. Well, like the shows that you like, like Great where British. they just drop people into the wilderness alone. Oh, alone. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's not a real situation, but it's more reality than, for right. example, like they Survivor. Won't, they wouldn't let them die. I guess maybe there is a distinction to make, though, between like reality TV and like competition reality TV, where it's like a game. Right, right. I guess, have there ever been reality shows where it's just like, Kind of like Big Brother, but without um, a purpose. There's no competition. Just that's like, what the real world was. Was let's not just, really. Yes, put people in a house together and they live. Yeah. What was the motto? The like thing they'd say. Let's put seven strangers in a house and and see what happens when people stop being polite and, and start, start getting, getting real. real. The real world, New York. That's like us on this vacation. The real world, Cape, Cape Cod. <laughs> Two people, one house. Tons of sleep. Tons of food. Let's see what happens when two middle-aged men stop being polite and start sleeping. The real world, Cape Cod. <laughs> this would be the most boring real world. I mean, I'd be... I mean, it's thrilling. Edge of my seat. It's thrilling to participate, but I don't, I don't know how our ratings would be. You know, the ratings would have gone up this afternoon when we went to the ocean and sat on the sand. We had a beautiful day. We, I, I took Reed to... Um, Cahoon Hollow Beach. Sounds like Hawaii, but it's Cape Cod. It's Cape Cod. And you walk down a huge sand dune. And huge. There was nobody on the beach. It felt like an apocalyptic movie. In fact, movie. the sand dunes are so high that 
by like four o'clock, the sun was behind the dunes, so the beach was totally shaded, which you know I love. I mean, no sun. No sun. We did also see a seal. Oh, we did. Yeah. I pointed at it. I was so thrilled. As you were telling me some sordid details. <laughs> was I? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Um, I've forgotten that part. I've, I've conveniently forgotten that part. Yeah, it was good. I was like, oh, new, new information. <laughs> um, okay. Reality television. Okay. Okay. So, Real World was the beginning for all of us. For me, it really was the New York one, which I did watch. Oh, wow. And so, did you end up then watching LA or San Francisco or So, Seattle? I actually, I think that it was like those first couple of seasons, New York, LA, and San Francisco with the um, Pedro. Who Pedro. Then became like very famous. Yeah. So I didn't watch any of those. I think I caught on a little bit later. Like the seasons that I remember were Boston, Seattle, New Orleans, Hawaii. Wow. Um, I only remember Seattle of all those ones you said. Well, Seattle was the one with the slap heard around the world. Right. And Irene, who had like Lyme? Irene had Lyme and she had a very contentious relationship with Stephen because Ooh. she called him gay. And he, he slapped her. Well, he'd been hiding her stuffed animal and he, when she. Pause. Oh my I, God. Irene, I, Irene, is, Irene left the show. Someone threw it in the water. No, no, no. Irene left the show midway through because it was like so, she was so unwell with her, like right. with her mental health wait, and with her I Lyme. cut in and say that, does Irene seem like someone I'd be friends with? I think so. Honestly, Irene, I think I would be, I think she actually is like a broadcast, she has a podcast, I think. She could oh, really? be on the pod. I, I remember being like, she's my friend. Yeah. Okay. She, cause yeah, cause she, she would like fit in with modern dancers, you know? Tell me about this stuffed animal. Well, so she had one favorite stuffed animal and she was packing up to leave the show early and she could not find her stuffed animal. Steven, she said goodbye to Steven with whom she had a contentious relationship and she said, you know, Steven, you are a gay man. And then Steven <laughs> went into the apartment and she was like loading her stuff into the taxi and he had been hiding the stuffed animal. And he said, look at your stuffed animal, bitch. And then he threw it into, what is it in Seattle? The harbor? Yeah. He threw it into the harbor and then... Because house was like basically on a dock. Their house was on a dock. And then that wasn't enough for him because he was really activated. So he then ran to the car, opened the door, and physically slapped her in the face. Please tell me he's gay. Um, I have since looked him up. And yes, he is in fact gay. Oh my God. <laughs> But I feel for him. Well, he was, in a, he was deeply closeted and he was super... Yeah, cool. it was a different time. Yeah, okay. And she she shared a piece of information that really wasn't hers to share. But she didn't... She was... Yeah, I understand. Yeah. But I mean, listen, I feel for both of them. Yeah. It's good television. I mean, it's, it an, it's an infamous moment in reality television. I love it. It's known as the slap heard around the world. Ah. Uh, okay, so moving on from there, then we start getting into what at this point? You know, I actually think that for me, there was like a long... There was a period of time where like, I don't think I really watched reality TV. But, but then there was the advent of... Survivor, The Amazing so, Race. Yes. Top Chef. Yes. Oh gosh. The Real Housewives. The Real Housewives. Which is just could be a whole podcast. Right. Of its and own. of all of those. Oh, also Top Model. Top Model. <laughs> so, I mean. So many. Incredible. All of them. So, of all those, I have to say, like. Project Runway. Project Runway. Okay. <laughs> and now all of the current offshoots. Right, right, right. So, for me, it was like Project Runway, Top Model, Amazing Race. Okay. <laughs> For me, I'll say it was Project Runway and Top Model. Everything else for me came later because I, I just have to say, I think there was like a period of time, like college into like life in New York post-college when like 
none of us had televisions and like streaming services didn't exist yet. Right. And then if you wanted to get Netflix, you had to get a CD in the mail or a DVD in the mail. Right. Where there was just like a long period of time where like, I don't think we were nearly as plugged into TV and therefore I wasn't watching nearly as much reality TV. So right, there was right, a, right. a long break in there. Right. Like I would watch it when I would go home to visit my family. Okay. But it was definitely top model. I think top model for and Project Runway. Okay. And of, okay, let's just talk about those two for a second. Incredible. Highlights from all the seasons, from well, what you recall. Okay. Pro- okay. You can, talk about- you, know, you, can go, you can just like oscillate between the two. It doesn't matter. Well, I mean, there is a whole movement now. Okay. On, uh, on a platform that I love and you despise called TikTok, which I... Just... Which is basically reflecting back on some of the things that happened in America's Next Top Model that were totally traumatic and also really problematic, including like multiple challenges where Tyra put the girls in blackface. What? There were, <laughs> Tyra had an obsession with basically photo shoot challenges. It happened at least two, probably three times, I think, where it was about changing people's ethnicities. Oh, amazing. Where, and, so, and it was almost like she, she framed it like it was an acting challenge. And in this right. acting challenge, you will, like, Reed, you will be playing... There was one that was all about being biracial. Oh, no. And she was like, Reed, you will be playing half Eskimo, half what? Ugandan. No. And then the makeup artists would basically make you up to look like that. Wow. And um, so anyway... She once, I remember, put on white face and, like, walked through the world as, like, a Donald Trump-type white man for a while. Yeah, this was also on her talk show. She also put on a fat suit and walked through the world like a oh, fat person. Oh, right. She's doing unwell. I mean, she's a lot. And she was she was very, I think... Abused. Oh, I was going to say abusive, but it's really often oh, one and the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, here's things I... I'm just going to say some highlights, highlights, highlights. Yolanda, was that her name? Jolanda. Uh, no, I know who you're talking season. about. Oh, no, you're talking about season seven, the winner. Really? Yeah. Very symmetrical? No, very thin. No, no. I remember a dark haired, blue eyed, extraordinarily symmetrical woman, short brown hair, and her name was like Jaconda or Yoana. Yoana! Yoana, she won season two. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Who won season one was Adrian. Adrian Curry. Yeah. Who then, Yaya, did Yaya win? Yaya DaCosta won season four, <coughs> Eva won season three, and she Eva. is not currently, but then was a housewife on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Really? Yes. Okay, and 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 Yaya went on to be in some movies. She was in The Kids, the Kids Are, Are All right, right, where she had a sordid sex scene with Mark Ruffalo. Oh, amazing. Who wouldn't? I mean. mean. <laughs> um, so then... Other highlights, Christian Siriano from Project Runway. Yeah, I will say, like, Project Runway, I always enjoyed watching it, but I'm not fashion, as you know. Right, so right. I, I don't, like, I mean, I remember, like, Kensley, the one who was, like... Kensley? Is that a name? <coughs> she was. She where... was... Do you need some water? I have a seltzer down Can here. Can I have some? Yeah. I know you don't like seltzer. No. Um, she, she did, like, like, cartoonish, like, mod 60s stuff. Was this that blonde woman? No, no. She had like dark hair and like bangs, but it was like very coiffed. Like she was from the 60s. I vaguely, this is vague. I remember Austin Scarlett from season one. He didn't win. He came in third, I See, think. See, I, 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 I often miss the first season of these shows. I have since interacted with Austin because, you know, he, he was doing some design work for Shen Wei. Oh, I vaguely remember this. And I've also interacted with many of them at Mood Fabrics. Okay. Did you see them? They you say hi or whatever. What's the dog's name? Swatch. Swatch. Is Swatch still living? I believe so. I feel like. <coughs> Sorry, everybody. Have some more. I don't know what's going on. 
Sometimes ASMR seltzer. The thing about America's Next Top Model is in the last couple of seasons, it was boys and girls. I'm, not, I'm just... And then there were a couple of seasons, like then basically Tyra discontinued the show and then the mm-hmm. show got a reboot and then it got a reboot with a new host. And then after it was like semi-successful with the new host, Tyra said, I want it back. And Tyra came back to be the host oh. and then it went down and then it discontinued again. Really? I, I, I haven't watched those last I remember there was seasons. like a season where they had like short people. Mm-hmm. And there was a season that was like college girls. Oh, really? There was a season where there was like no age limit, old people. Oh, wow. There was always, like, the problematic, like, one plus-size model right. who often right, right. got eliminated first, except when she won, Whitney. Oh. Yeah, but well, she was, like, she wasn't great. Well, they planned to make her win because they were getting probably pushback. Maybe. Um, look, it was fun to watch, so I did love all the transformations. What a thrilling week. Oh, I mean, there. Makeovers was the best. There was that time where, I mean, a girl always cried, and a always. girl often went home because she wouldn't allow them to cut her their hair. Right. There was that pageant girl who did let them cut their hair and then went home the next day with no hair left. Oh, Because she just felt so sad. <gasps> she just stopped competing. Yeah, she basically she was like, I... will. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I do think that top model. I do think that Tyra often had this idea that she was going to kind of do something good and forward thinking, <laughs> but it ultimately ended up having the reverse effect. Right. Right. Okay. So once we move past like formative gay structures <clears throat> in the form of top model and Project Runway, yeah, the, it's it's how like, do you make your way into ever more? This is where like my mental okay. illness with reality television yeah, here really we go. begins. I'm really, this is interesting. I honestly, I I, I can't. I can't even really locate, like, how it began. Right. But at some point, I really got into Survivor. Right. Which, like, look, I don't like it. Uh-huh. I think it's ugly, Aval. <laughs> and um, I just don't like watching people strategize mm. constantly. I think that's the thing I like about it. <coughs> You're really coughing. I don't know what's going on. Do you need a real water? Here, you keep talking about Survivor oh. and explaining why you like it. Well, I I'm mean, just going to go put some lemon in some water. Okay, well, I guess I'll just say that the things that I like about it seem to be the exact things that you hate about it, yeah. which are that I do think that it it has transformed into um, a kind of incredible game of strategy. Yeah. But, I mean, it's also just like, I don't know. That's why I like Alone, because you actually are watching people like use survival skills in the wilderness. You know? Right, but Survivor isn't about survival skills. Survival is a, Survivor is about like social skills. It's about it's kind of about like people being like deceptive with one another, and I think that that's kind of fun to watch. It's like a real life Lord of the Flies. It's kind of like um, what was that Donald Trump, The Apprentice? I never watched that. That I never watched. It's Survivor, but just. Corporate. I, I, yes, I guess. Um, I, I, I do think there is like a, there's a, there's a, there's a large community of people who, 34 minutes. Yeah. Who really love Survivor, who appreciate the art of the game. It's hard for me to explain like very briefly in this podcast, but it's like, it's a, it's, it, there is something, I can't believe I'm even saying this, but there is something artful about the gameplay of Survivor. And then Mike White was also on it, right? Mike White, Which the makes creator me... of White Lotus, was on it. I mean, he, so he, I think that Mike, Mike White loves reality TV. He was on both Survivor and The Amazing Race. Really? The Amazing Race is a much who simpler... Who was his partner on The Amazing Race? His father, who is gay. Oh, really? 
really? His father is, came out later in life, and Mike White is bisexual. Although there is this kind of conspiracy theory that there's something that happens in Survivor when you get down to like seven or eight players left, and it's called Family Visits. And in the Family uh-huh. Visit, it was Mike White's boyfriend uh-huh. at the time, who is no longer his boyfriend. But then they, they're like, they interact very oddly on the show. Like, they have an awkward hug. Oh. And then if you look it up, <clears throat> they say that the producers kind of staged it, and it was never really his boyfriend. But they just wanted him to be a gay character on the well, show. Well, I think that maybe he didn't have a family member who could come visit, so they created a boyfriend for him. Oh. Did he win? <laughs> he actually then won that challenge and got to bring his, like, boyfriend back to camp with him for the night. And, like, just not... They, like, sat next to each other and, like, chit-chatted. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good television. But this also then leads me to the genre of things like house hunters and home renovation shows. Oh. But that's, okay, actually, that's, I, I, can, I can really trace... I know that this is not quite reality. Is that reality, reality TV? That's food no, network. It's well, instructional or something. Well, it's lifestyle. Lifestyle. I, I will say House Hunters is absolutely not reality because they have already purchased the house when they're filming I them. I can't believe that. Searching for the houses. It's all staged. And often the real estate agent is not a real estate agent. It's like a friend of the couple's. Is that the case with the one we watched the other day with the gay couple and the aunt? Well, so it was his aunt, and they said that she's a real estate agent, but it's very likely that she's not a real estate agent. Oh. But I... I, Why do you know this stuff? Because, as you know, I like to look at my phone while I'm watching TV, and I often look up (laughs) trivia about the TV show while I'm watching it. House Hunters became a staple. I don't know why. I'm just going to... We can talk through this live on television. Why I have anxiety about you looking at your phone when we're watching a program. And it's like, it doesn't matter. Because, like, everything we're watching doesn't matter. Well, And yet somehow, like, I just want to, like, be in the experience with you. But we are in the experience together. But I've been looking at my phone while we've been watching Harry Potter, which is a genre that you love and that I, <laughs> I, I'm fine with, but I don't love. So right, my, don't att- my attention wanders yeah. when we're watching Harry Potter in a way that it wanders less when I'm watching Survivor. Well, here's what's strange for me is that, like, I feel disappointed, and then I sit there and I think, this doesn't matter, and then one minute later, I'm asleep, and you're asleep. So, <laughs> we actually had a, really we had a perfectly adjacent nap during Harry Potter 3, The Prisoner of Azkaban, today. <laughs> we woke up. Stuart had a lot of questions that I couldn't, I could sort of answer. Well, because in my mind, I had been, I had a little bit of a headache today, and I thought that I took a perfect nap, and then I came to realize that you napped at the exact same minutes that I napped. Right. I just want to say one other thing about House Hunters. Okay. House Hunters has a particular origin. Because House Hunters, my, the origin of my interest in House Hunters really comes from domestic touring as a dancer. Because when you are in a hotel room uh-huh. and you have a television and like you get back from a, oh. from a performance and it's time to go to sleep, House Hunters is always on I in see. the hours of like 10 I p.m. See. to midnight oh, in a I hotel. Yes. So it became like a very comforting staple being in hotels around the United States. I do like those programs on HGTV. Is it House Hunters HG? House Hunters is HGTV. I do like them when you're in a hotel room to watch the like husband and wife. I don't need... I'm sure Chip, there's Chip and Joanna. Their version of that. Yes. Well, so, but Chip and Joanna, I've heard are homophobic. And that we shouldn't watch them anymore. Tall surprised. <laughs> um, uh, I'm sure they voted for Donald Trump. They're, and they're filthy rich. Property brothers. Disgusting. I actually know someone who dated a property brother. Oh, really? Yeah. And also Flip or Flop is the other one that's in that category. 
That's with like the balding shorter man and the tall woman who looks like Luanne de Lesseps and they're in Canada. I know nothing of that. Oh, he's ba- it's basically a couple and they're deciding whether to renovate their house or sell their house. And he's an agent selling them a new house and she's an interior designer renovating the house. Okay. It's incredible. These people get famous. Like those Chip and Fit people, what are their names? Chip and Joanna? Chip and Joanna. She has like a giant line of stuff at Kmart or Target. Oh, they've or built an empire. Yeah. Those two. You could probably get paint that there's. I like, think they're in Waco. What's that? Texas. Oh, okay. I thought of another show. What was that guy's name? Chip. No, Waco? I don't know. Yeah, you do. I don't know stuff like this. The cult. I know, but I don't know stuff like this. <laughs> I can do this. Waco, Texas, David Koresh. Okay. Oh, I did it. I thought of another show. What? What Not to Wear. It, I, my mind was just about there because I feel like that's the predecessor to men. Like, just say yes to the dress. Is that what the show's called? Say yes to the dress. It just, it's not, ju- yeah, say yes to the dress. Yeah, these kind of like genre defying. <laughs> <laughs> Genre transcendent oh. shows. Um, I, it, I don't it, like this guy. The, I don't like it so much. What? Say yes to the dress? Any of this. Oh, I don't mind it. I did enjoy what not to wear, though. With Stacey London and Clint. Gay, and gay. Clint? <laughs> Stacey and Clinton. Clinton. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a whole other category, too, which is the TLC category. Which is really like, a, <gasps> which is really like trauma reality TV. Which oh. like the shows that would fall into this category for me are like Intervention, My Six Hundred Pound Life, yes. Thousand Pound Sisters. Yes. Um, I mean, I would also count the John and Kate plus eight. John and Kate plus eight. That's trauma. 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 And now there's a whole. I don't know if you're into this, but Ninety Day Fiance. Do they still do the Little People shows? Uh, Life well, is little or whatever. Um, little people, big world. What are they? Yeah, called? that's what it's called. Right. And also the Duggars. The Duggars. Nineteen kids and counting. Ugh! With the split <laughs> curl bang. Yeah. Disgusting. But those are, are evil people. Have you watched any Ninety Day Fiance? I can't. No. Okay. I hear people talk of it. A lot. I mean, it's it's a it's a lot. Yeah. You know, my I get my fix of all this information on Bitch Sesh because they're obsessed with. All the housewives, A of all. But well, I, then they talk about 90 Day Fiance. I was going to say that might be... We just haven't... We haven't talked a lot, all, much about the housewives, which is another, like, staple of my reality TV viewing. Are you... Would, do you listen to Bitch Sesh? I... You know, I've tried and I can't get into it. That's so weird. I feel like it's... They're your girls. Maybe I'll try again. Yeah, maybe I, 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 I will say I've, I've, I'm listening to many fewer podcasts during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Po- Pandemic's not for pods. Look po- what happened to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It's become just absolute <laughs> nonsense. Uh, here we are. Here and here we are. Um, anything else you'd like to say about reality television? You do love it. It's soothing for you. To me, it's like a nice way to dissociate and disconnect. And um, do you have a recommendation relax. of reality television? Oh goodness, uh, I think if if people want to watch Survivor, go back and watch some old seasons. And, uh, the old seasons are great, like seasons one through twenty. Right. There are forty-one seasons. There's something more wholesome about the Amazing Race. I love the Amazing Race, and you know what? I will say, if you and I were on the Amazing Race, we'd win. I think we'd win. Do you really think? I think. Like, Just wait, wait, wait. Think about us trying to walk up that sand hill today. Wh- okay, but can I tell you something? <laughs> can I tell you something? If there was a challenge that involved cooking, you'd nail it. If there, and you also know that I've got like an uncomfortably competitive spirit. I know that. So I would, I would yell at you to like run faster. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I am an incredibly fast person at walking and getting through places. I know. And I think both of us are traveled enough that we would navigate the, the foreign cities well. I you think can our, drive. Well, I was just going to say our downfall would be that I don't drive stick shift, so I'd have to learn before we go to Europe. Really? Because it happens. Oh, people get eliminated because they can't drive stick. <gasps> or they fall so far behind because they mess up because they can't drive a oh manual. Oh my God. So that would be my one task before going. And then I, I would just task you with jumping off of high things. Oh no. Because somebody's always got to jump off of high stuff. I once watched an amazing race. I mean, it was so beautiful, but like they had to put on a b- kite essentially and run down a hill I've in seen Switzerland this. and fly. Meanwhile, I mean, they were doing it with, like, a... A guide. A guide. But yeah. still, I was like, what? I, I have to say, I would do that before I would jump out of a plane. They have to jump out of a plane? Oh, always. They always have to jump out of a plane, jump off a building. No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should watch some Amazing Race tonight. No. Really? <laughs> really? I mean, don't you think that after recording this, it would be good to, like, engage in this What was this our genre? plan otherwise? Well, you wanted to watch Harry Potter 4, but I've put my foot down. Right. What was it planned? Well, then we were like, maybe let's try to watch a movie that's actually in theaters oh, right. now, but we also were, streaming. We were threatening to torture porn ourselves with Jared and Hanson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to watch that. I don't either. Yeah. Um, okay, maybe it's Amazing Race. I think that would be novel. It would. And also comfortable. Yeah. As it is a thing we both know. I would enjoy that. I remember like one of... You know what we should do? You know what we should do? Okay. Let's Google what's the best season of The Amazing Race and then watch that. The whole thing. And then go go to bed after the season's over. (laughs) I mean, I have been known to do that. I I could watch an entire season right now. (laughs) Um, Okay, reality television that I like nowadays is that I like making the cut on whatever network that's on. Amazon Prime. We have tried to watch the new season of Project Runway. It's just like the designers are lousy, so it's a little hard. Yeah. I like to watch YouTube videos where somebody restores an antique clock like that. I guess that's a kind of reality TV. I don't know. Sure. I mean, it's it's something real happening. There's something real. I mean, in a way. <gasps> this is even more real. Okay. I like watching long form baking videos in Korean baking factories. So they're not actually like making the video for the sake of producing like a cake for the video. They're actually making a hundred cakes to sell. You know what you like? Like that Chinese rural woman who like... Oh, Lizzie Chi. Who, is she Chinese? Yeah. yeah who, she like farms everything and then creates beautiful things well, over a slow time. is not really reality TV because it is so staged. Mm. But it's still... <laughs> It's still reality. There's a, there's right. a whole... It's a cooking show. I should have quickly say there's one other genre we didn't touch on. Okay. The, the Bachelor franchise. Oh. See, Reed, I can't get into that. But I will, I will just say I did force Reed last night to watch the first episode of the newest season of The Bachelorette. And I got into it. Yeah, you actually really got into it. I did get into it. I won't continue. Well, if, if there was another episode on tonight, we would watch it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, as someone new to the Bachelor Nation, just share what were your what were your like reflections on watching it? Um, I feel very uncomfortable at all the incredibly awkward interactions. I don't actually understand why the Bachelor or the Bachelorette would want people to put on such a spectacle for the first impression. I feel as if like I would want people to be as normal and kind and 
genuine as possible in the first impression. See, I think that the layer of reality TV that you're maybe not connecting with is like the the like the the disgusting underbelly of reality TV that like these people aren't actually here to get right. married. These people are here to become social media influencers. Right. So like just this the this I don't understand. The discrepancy between like what they say they're doing and what's actually going on, I think is is just like a document of our culture right now. Right. I also take issue with the hours that they start filming in the night and then they film through the entire night. That's something I'd never realized until I watched it with you. But that has to be only that episode, right? Because the rest of the time they're doing day dates and stuff. Well, yeah, but I do imagine that like, like thinking about the bachelorette, the the one who's choosing between these 30 men, like she has to be like on in flirtatious date mode for like a 12 hour stint it's to film this. horrible. Yeah. And it also makes everybody act poorly. It was grotesque, but I, I mean, it was riveting. And also, like, what's good about Bachelorette is that, like, you're dealing with a ton of in- pretty incredibly handsome men, which, like, for us is good. Although I will say this season, they're, like, I wonder if they're at, like, the bottom of the barrel of, like, the Bachelor pool because there were a few there where I was like, how did they get here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But we liked the wellness guy with the bowl. The wellness guy with the bowl. Remember? He brought the, the sounding bowl and I- then... He basically got no more airtime after that. Oh, I, I didn't like him. You know, he was cute. We kept saying he's cute and you no, liked the you, color of his you suit. You kept saying that. No, you kept saying Oh, that was him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He had a nice he had a nice face. His hair was too long, but he had a really beautiful color like olive green suit. Yeah, we like him. Yeah. There and were we, a number we of We like the guy with were. the with the built in eyeliner. He was very handsome. Although he did have the like most like stupid disgusting party stupid. trick. Stupid. Yeah, you didn't like that. He came in with in a rolling table with a with a bell. A bell he basically cover, came in in like a room like service Like a hotel table. bell cover. And then she had to pull off the bell cover and his head was in there like some dumb TV show. Are people going to know what a bell cover is? I don't even know what a bell cover I, is. When you said that, I thought you meant like a bell that you would ring at the front desk. No, like a... So, no, it's like, it's, like a, it's like the silver cover that you put over your room service tray. Yeah. Anyways, it was bad. Um, watch Love on the Spectrum. It's phenomenal. Oh, it's excellent. Did you watch Love is Blind? Of course. That was... Utterly psychotic. That was the downfall of culture. I mean, okay, so I will say there are some reality TV shows, especially on the streaming platform, Netflix, like Love is Blind and also like The Circle. Okay, okay, I almost was, I thank God you knew the name of it because I was like, what is The Circle? So I've watched like one half of one episode and all I know is it's like, it's too social media centric for me. Like I don't get it because like I love reality TV, but like other than TikTok, I don't engage that much in social media. I honestly don't know what... Like, my understanding of the premise... I'm getting hot. I need to hand this to you. Yeah. My understanding of the premise is that, like, you meet the people through... Like, it's kind of like Love is Blind, but you're meeting people through, like, their social media avatars, and everyone's kind of lying about who they are, and then at some point they get unveiled. Honestly, don't care. Yeah. Okay. So, do or don't watch reality television. It is controversial. (laughs) It has changed the way we live. Well, the thing I was going to say is I do feel like a streaming, like I feel like social media is kind of born out of reality TV, you know? Very like people much. People documenting very their much. Like, quote yes. unquote real life. I think you're very right. The way that we've somehow pieced together social media and reality television, it's like there's a very, they're thick as thieves, as they say. Yeah. And now I think TikTok is like micro reality TV where everybody believes they're I a star. I hate TikTok. <laughs> I love TikTok. Okay. I think, we, I think that TikTok is like a whole other... I can't get into it with you right now. I think it's a whole other Do episode. you think that because I'm 40, I am not... 
programmed to be able to understand TikTok. I don't. I think there are probably lots of forty year olds who love TikTok. Okay. So I I don't think it's I, I, maybe your age has something to do with it. Our age is not that different, but I guess generationally we are just a couple years different. Yeah, fine. But I think our experience with like social media and technology has largely been the same. Yeah. I think that I just have a constitution that likes something like TikTok. ADHD. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> no, I, I just like to disappear and scroll for a while. Maggie Cloud loves TikTok. I know that's and odd. She to me. and I just send TikToks back and forth. Yeah, I don't. I get scared when you use it to go to you, bed. You, I don't I use don't it to like go to it. bed. I like to scroll and watch a few before I sleep. Don't give away all my secrets. Wait, here's what I don't like about it. I don't like how it shifts gears so abruptly. I, I don't like it. See, I like that. I like that. Ugh. I like that. Listen, I don't like that I like it. I know there's something addictive about it. I know that at some point I have to stop using TikTok. Yeah. Although I do like Jack's content on Little Lad, I, Real Little Lad TikTok. I mean, when Jack became viral on TikTok, it was one of the more exciting things in my life. <laughs> I was... I'm, I was incredible to look through your text stream with Maggie that you had so many backs and forths about Jack TikTok. Well, because Maggie and I, as people who are deeply embedded in TikTok, were not only getting Jack's content, but we were also getting everybody else in the world's <laughs> content that was inspired by berries and cream. I'm sorry. I cannot believe I do not have any idea what happened on Christmas this past year. <laughs> <laughs> you... Listen, you were... You were I, I, what I remember now is that, like, we were going to spend all the holidays together because I was off from school. And then... This is not... Then, I'm not concerned concerned about not being with you i'm concerned that something is wrong with my brain that i cannot remember the most you recent can't christmas get down on yourself because this year was so insane that all of us have like i'm sure all of us have gaps in memory about what happened this i'm year. gonna ask russell someone has to know where i was what i did i imagine you were with did you go to the oh no there were no movies did you go to the movies <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I feel hot. Okay, thank you for coming to the show today. Say goodbye. Bye. I almost called you Russell, as per usual. (laughs) Um, Okay, we loves you. We'll see you and hear you next week. Um, Maria Krauske's retirement was lovely, and I cried it in the bows. And um, what else has happened? I'm going to see James and Bella do Giselle on Sunday, and I'll report back. Bye. Oh.